Hi, I'm Erica Snyder, and I'm your host for Teach Talks, a podcast from your friends and colleagues at Teaching Channel. This week, we're finishing our series on social and emotional learning. So far, we've covered what SEL looks like as advisory, a dedicated class, and a school-based approach, and looked at the national landscape. Today, we've got the student perspective. Joining us is Daniel McCutcheon, a soon-to-be graduate from Austin High School in Austin, Texas. He's not only a former learner in an intentional SEL-dedicated course, but also attends national conferences and presents on the topic with his teacher. Welcome, Daniel, and thanks for being here today. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Great. Well, let's get started. Um, Let's talk a little bit about how you ended up in an SEL program when you were a freshman. Um, How were you assigned to that course? Well, um, so I was labeled an at-risk student uh, originally going into high school. Um, so the the way that I was assigned to this course was that my counselor from my middle school actually recommended me to be placed in this course. Um, and originally, I didn't know what it was. It's either um, your counselor's recommended or you're taking all regular classes. And so coming into it, you know, I saw maps and I thought that that was um, – you know, that was the name of the course, and I thought that it was some kind of a job. Yeah, geography. Uh, but I soon found out, <laughs> yes, but I soon found out that it was, you know, uh, stands for Methods for Academic and Personal Success, so it was Social Emotional Learning and Academic Development. Um, and so it, it, is, it is somewhat randomly assigned just because all the kids cannot have the class, um, so no one knows exactly who's going to get it. But, you know, currently we actually have a lot more teachers now so that, you know, any freshman who wants the class can actually have it. Um, and so coming into high school, uh, I had dealt with a lot of OCD and depression issues from middle school and elementary school. And so, you know, coming into high school, it was definitely flared up. Um, you know, I I was in an environment that was, was foreign to me. I was seeing a lot of new faces. Um, the schoolwork was, you know, uh, a lot more than I had anticipated. And so my stress level was a lot higher um, coming into high school. And so having that class that not just provided a community that I could feel comfortable with and share, you know, um, the issues that I'm dealing with, but also helping me with, you know, study habits, study skills really helped to reduce that, um, you know, that first kind of freshman shock of all the amount of workload and uh, also the kind of drama that's going on between different relationships and, you know, issues that are going on uh, with the school. So, when I first got into the classroom, I was, I was of course, kind of skeptical because, um, you know, I'd never been, you know, taught in any kind of social, emotional, like, uh, setting. It was just, you know, kind of, you know, what my parents taught me and I, you know, kind of dealt with my own emotions. And so I definitely think that uh, it was kind of a barrier at first, but it, it wasn't in the way that we come in and we just talk about our emotions. We, you know, we started off um, with that. Activities, you know, we had a lot of community building, and you know, we got to know our students and the students really well. Um, you know, we played the name game, we did all these uh, activities outside just just to get to know each other. So um, after the first couple of weeks, I was definitely really comfortable in the class. And it was it was fun, and so we kind of started at that low risk, you know, just getting to know each other. And then we, over over the course of the week, that we we get to gradually go into you know more in depth and serious topics, so that we could actually open up to people. Um, and so having that, you know, sport of community allowed me to have uh, those conversations that, you know, so at the beginning, we may be talking about first impressions, you know, just managing schoolwork and stuff. And towards the end of the course, we may be talking about suicide prevention and dealing with breakups and, you know, the myths of a woman 
womanhood and manhood and, you know, just kind of touchy subjects that by the end of the course, we felt really comfortable to discuss and have productive conversations. And so um, there was a lot of the way the lessons are formatted are really based off metaphors so that we don't really uh, talk about, you know, necessarily the emotional aspect until the very end so that we do an activity and then we figure out, okay, what's the meaning and the importance of the activity. So one of the examples that I vividly remember in my freshman year was the rocks in the jar activity in which, you know, we came into class and our teacher had us uh, put all these rocks um, in a big jar, but the jar had beans at the bottom already. And we obviously couldn't fit all the rocks in the jar. They were sticking out. So he had us do it the other way around in which we put the big rocks in first and then the little beast fill in the cracks and it fit perfectly fine. And so at the end of the lesson, he kind of revealed the significance of that in that the big rocks represent the most important things in our life, which is our relationships, our school, um, our family, and that those things need to be prioritized so that they can come first. And then those little time fillers or the beans, which is the social media, um, you know, going to parties with friends, all those things that are necessary need to be had, but need to be, you know, prioritized that can come after the most important things. And so things like that really helped me to realize, um, you know, this is important. And so, um, and, and they did it in a fun, engaging way so that students aren't kind of cut off and think, oh, this is a, this is a morning class. And so, um, you know, it, it focused on emotional, you know, emotional skills, academic success skills, and building relationships. Those are the three core goals of this SEL class. So let's talk about the, if those are the goals, what are the biggest benefits to you as a learner participating in this class? You sort of touched on some of the things, but um, what does that look like having this as a freshman and then, you know, applying it throughout sophomore, junior, and senior year? Yeah, I mean, so I think it's, I think the most beneficial year is freshman year because it's really a make or break year. Not, not to say that it's your most important year, but it kind of really defines where you're going to go. A lot of the kids who start off you know, low performing and freshman year really don't kind of bounce back usually. And so starting off on the right track is definitely vital to, to success in high school. And so um, one of the things that the way that we learn each lesson is that they build on top of each other. And this is what helped me carry it throughout high school. So the first lesson may be active listening. And then after that, we use those skills in each class afterwards to use active listening. And so that each, each lesson we use, we keep incorporating it into other lessons that we're learning so that it becomes natural and organic. Because it's not, it's not to think that it's a memorized kind of set of problems, like a math problem, and you're like, okay, how can I use this and apply it to my own life? It becomes natural and organic so that when you um, are dealing with, you know, you know, anxiety or problems, you automatically know how to diffuse, you know, the anxiety, the anger, and that um, you're able to do it just because you've learned how to do it and you've been doing it constantly and constantly. So um, it, it's definitely a lot more natural than having to remember uh, what exactly I need to do to cope with the situation or, you know, academic success skills. It really becomes a habit. And so I think that's one of the, you know, key to success here that I really don't have to think about um, each lesson that I did. Um, it's just kind of really ingrained into uh, the curriculum. And now since the SEO class is a year long, students have even more time to be able to practice those same skills over and over each day. What is your role now that you're getting ready to graduate um, uh, in spreading SEL experiences to the larger teaching community at conferences? After freshman year, during my sophomore and junior years, that's when I kind of started becoming an SEL ambassador. And that's when I began speaking to other classes about the importance of SEL and speaking to freshmen about 
you know, this, this how benefit beneficial it is for me and how, you know, they can apply this to their own lives. And because of that, in my uh, senior year, I was fortunate enough to be able to help Mr. Matheny, my former SEL teacher, um, so that when he goes off uh, on different work trips, I'm able to teach the classes um, to the students. And I think that's really effective. I think that students, uh, teaching students how to teach other students SEL skills is definitely important because um, it really takes off that teacher-student barrier and kids are a lot more comfortable uh, knowing that another student can use these skills. So, you know, I've had very positive feedback with kids, you know, who are much more comfortable with me and can share their thoughts and opinions and we have really productive lessons. And so because of that SEL experience, um, being able to use those skills and also be able to teach us, I've been able to go, um, you know, to different conferences to speak about SEL. And recently, um, I went to the Aspen Institute to kind of share my story about SEL. And one of the main goals that I've been trying to do is, you know, really promote SEL on a national scale so that all public schools can have this SEL class because a lot of schools are, you know, supportive of the idea, but they think that, you know, let's just put it in an advisory class or let's, um, or it may cost too much money. And so, you know, it's really, this investment is, is really, you know, powerful and can, and can benefit a lot of students. And so, you know, being able to put that on a national scale uh, is really something I want to see in the future and why I like to share my story because I know that there are a ton of more success stories that have used SEL. And that, um, you know, I think is, is one of the best ways for me to uh, kind of give back to what SEL has given to me because it has helped me, you know, overcome, you know, my, my anxiety, my depression. And, you know, one of, the, one of the most important things that I remember learning in SEL was that the mindfulness meditation, being able to, you know, kind of accept your emotions and, and breathe what you have to do. And I still do that mindfulness meditation every single day and, you know, combined with my running so that I've gotten off. Uh, you know, my depression medication, be able to, uh, you know, kind of live a happy, more meaningful life. And so uh, it's definitely opened a lot more doors for relationships. I, I think that every student should have access to an SEO class. I think that's great. And you're the success story, right? You went from at risk to, you know, ready to graduate high school. And um, can you share with everyone what your plans are after you graduate and how you think you might apply your SEL experience <clears throat> to, to college? Yeah, so uh, next year I will be attending Harvard University uh, to either study government or economics. And, you know, I really hope that I can can use these same skills in college, the same study habits, you know, meeting new people. And, you know, I promised my SEL teacher that I'd go back and continue to speak at conferences. And I know that um, I met some people at the Aspen Institute who are, you know, really positive on social emotional learning and are up in Boston right now. So I hope to connect with them so I can continue to speak about uh, SEL and that um, you know I really want to just kind of make it known that I'm not the only one that you know has had this positive success story and those, those hundreds of kids in my school that have you know had this same story and you know have really been able to bounce back from whatever adversity they have and use you know this class as as a way to you know empower them to either higher education or you know achieving um, you know whatever goal they set out and so um, I think that I think one of the most important things, at least in in high school and and what I want to also do in college, is is the relationships um, that that I think that SEL should have. And I think that it'd also be beneficial to have a freshman SEL class 
in college as well so that students can situate to, you know, that new college life. Um, because, you know, coming in, at least as a freshman in high school, I could have probably still had a lot of success as a student academically, but I wouldn't say that I would have had a successful high school experience. And that SEL kind of gave worth to my high school experience because I, I figured out, you know, my passions. I really tried to excel. I tried to make meaningful relationships so that I was actually happy instead of just making, you know, good grades or um, doing well on tests. And so um, I really hope to, you know, kind of enrich that experience also in college so that, you know, it's, it, it makes that experience very much more worthwhile because relationships and connecting with other people is, you know, what really makes people happy. Yeah, and it's definitely it's another transition year for you. So, you know, make sure you keep those skills um, and remember that they're there when things are um, overwhelming, as they tend to be for freshmen going into college. Um, one last question yeah. for you. <laughs> um, there yeah. are skeptics to SEL work in education. Um, so what would you say to them about including SEL as a regular part of instruction, not something additional? Yeah, so what I found is this, different types of you know ways that people kind of are skeptical about SEO and the most important is that you know are kids even interested does this actually work because um, you know many freshman students especially students who are at risk aren't necessarily have you know any desire to you know you know to kind of figure out what's going on in in the classroom or just to you know you show up to a classroom and you say you know, let's talk about your emotions, let's talk about this, and that can really shut kids off. And so, you know, it may sound like a great idea to many parents, but we want to know that the students are actually liking it as well. And so that's why I really find this SEO class, you know, beneficial, because we have so much positive feedback from the students, because it's not just this objective, you know, PowerPoint presentations. It's activities, it's metaphors, it's, you know, a support system so that, um, you know, students are actually actively engaged and they're having a fun time learning these activities. And it's also, you know, the teacher, you know, you don't have to be a crazy SEL expert to teach a class. You just have to show that you believe in this material and that you want to see those kids succeed and you want to make a meaningful relationship. The most important thing that kids want is that to make them and show them that you make them, you are making them feel important. And then they're going to reciprocate that and they're going to, um, actively engage because if you if you act like the material isn't important then they're going to act the same way and so if you just have someone who really believes in the material those kids are going to believe in the material as well and then the second thing is kind of um, you know kind of just imposing these new ideals on kids and you know people think that we're, we're giving kids maybe a new set of values but it's really not we're giving kids a set of tools that they can choose from and they can figure out um, what the choose what tools best works for them to make them successful study habits you know we'll teach them organizing with a planner um, how to prioritize time um, different study methods so um, you're doing 30 minutes of studying five minutes break all these different you know success skills so you can teach them how to you know how to cope with school and then also calming down skills on how to cope with their emotions and breathing exercises so um, I really think that it's it's not really imposing any new set of ideas on kids. It's just giving them more and more skills to succeed. And um, especially on the national scale, I've had, you know, those, this is a bipartisan issue and that, you know, everyone has seen the, the importance of SEL. They just, you know, people are worried is that 
Are we effectively implementing it, and is it going to be successful in the way that we do it? And then um, lastly, I think the, the third major issue is that, you know, it costs time and money. And so schools who are trying to only have, you know, so many hours in the day um, and already teachers who are already teaching classes and want to get the most out of, you know, their hour, hour-long, hour-and-a-half-long classes, you know, really don't want to spend extra time on, on another thing that they have to teach and they have to hire new teachers. But, you know, studies have shown that this, this is a major return on your investment, that, you know, every minute of social-emotional learning, you're gaining minutes back on the efficiency that students can, you know, learn. You're de-escalating um, a lot of conflicts. Like in my school, um, over the past few years, when the SEL is implemented, uh, referrals have gone dramatically down by 40%. You know, college acceptance rate and college um, retention rate has gone up dramatically. And so, you know, this initial investment is going to have a lot bigger return so that students are going to be able to succeed. And then it's really not a time waster. It's a time maker. And so, um, you know, I really encourage everyone to consider SEL because, you know, there's been some positive, positive benefits and that it's, um, it's definitely worthwhile to, to invest it in, in the school curriculum. And I know that a lot of schools have been able to see the example, at least at my school, and have been able to pick it up so that, you know, for example, all the, the, the schools in my district actually have an SEL class now. And that, you know, when I started off as a freshman, the class, you know, was uh, half a semester. Now it's a year long. Now we have multiple teachers teaching the classes. So it's really been able to grow. And um, we've had just so much support from teachers and students that, see, okay, these are positive results, we want to spread it. And, you know, schools all over the nation are now be, are being able to pick this up. And I'm, I'm really excited to, to see where SEO goes for the future. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Daniel, for being here today and sharing your experience on social-emotional learning from the learner perspective. We wish you the best of luck next year at Harvard. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, you can find Daniel on Facebook at Daniel McCutcheon if you have any questions. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Snyder underscore Erica. We'll see you next episode. Thanks. <laughs>